Hey everybody, welcome to the Church of Jubilee podcast. My name is Pastor Jonathan. I pray that this week's message, that it would bless you, that it would encourage you and sow a seed that would be harvested and grown at the right and appropriate moment where you could give glory to God. As we just come from celebrating Easter Sunday, what we call as Resurrection Sunday, we understand that the Lord had risen after three days of being dead, as he had said he would, God spoke and declared that he would rise on the third day. And on the third day, he was he had risen and he was no longer in a tomb. And the only difference that you can find now between him and all the other self-proclaimed gods is that their bodies and their bones still remain in the tomb. While Jesus Christ, while he resurrected to the highest part of heaven and now lives in heaven, and we await his return. I pray that this week's message, that it would just bless your life tremendously. I pray that if you do not know the Lord, if you have been seeking something, if you have been seeking that special love, that special care, or you have been praying for something that God would resurrect whatever has died in that tomb, that he would resurrect it in the name of Jesus Christ. And that you would know that God is coming back for his people. And what he requires of you is to follow him faithfully, to accept him and to take on salvation in the name of Jesus and accept what he has given. I pray that this week you would be blessed, that you would find opportunities to talk about the Lord to somebody and that you would speak to God and allow God to just move in your spirit and draw you closer to him. But the most important thing I want you to know that Resurrection Sunday was all about the power that God when he rose on that cross, from that cross, from that tomb, when he rose and he resurrected, he was no longer held back by any kind of power that is on earth or in heaven. And he proved to be the almighty great I am that he is. May this week's message bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Don't forget to share this message. If you have somebody that you know that needs to hear it, share it with them. Comments. We want to know what you think. Uh, you know, this, this is something that we strive to make sure that we get so that you have a chance to listen to the word and you can do so without having to be plugged in at a church or immediately on your, uh, you know, watching a video. Again, this is Pastor Jonathan. Thank you for tuning in. We would love to connect with you. Shoot me a message. Shoot us a message. Let me know if we can serve you in any way. God bless you. Serve. I, I got to get excited about it. Hallelujah. Because there is no other way to explain this resurrection of Jesus Christ except to glorify his name and to recognize that he is the great I am. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray that you are receiving something already. God is great and he's worthy to be praised. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm praying for you right now. I want to share with you a, a word. That as we read the word of God and we find in scripture, the power of the cross had innocent blood that was shed for it. This is why you must understand. Why is it so important that we celebrate this resurrection? Why is it so important that we celebrate God's resurrection? Why? Because in the resurrection, 
that gave God the power to overcome death, to overcome addiction, to overcome any problem that you would go through by him raising up to the highest point in heaven. He came and he declared that he was the God of the resurrection. When he goes on the cross and he dies, a veil is torn. The old law, what was the old way, the traditional way of judging, the traditional way of doing things, where if you were not praying, where if you were not right and no one had made a sacrifice for you, you would not be able to be before the Lord. You would not be able to receive what God had for you. But when Jesus dies and he resurrects, he breaks the old law. He fulfills the old law and breaks and tears a veil that separated us from him. And he now says that he would live in our hearts, that he would live in our spirits, and his spirit would be with us. Jesus gives his last breath on the cross. And shortly thereafter, he's wrapped and he's burying it in a tomb. Maybe you have gone through some things in your life that have died. Your calling you once had has wandered far from you. Maybe you feel that you used to be a Christian on fire for God. You used to be a believer on fire for God. But somewhere in the tomb, a dream died. Somewhere in the tomb, hope died. There's something that you hoped for. Something that was prophesied upon your life. Maybe you don't understand it. But you must know that whatever has died, God will resurrect and bring back to life. And I'm talking to you today. Those of you who feel discouraged. Those of you who have felt that you are not enough those of you have felt that the religious people have told you you can't make it in the kingdom of God because you don't look the part because you don't fit the part because you don't seem like the part when Jesus resurrects from the dead he rises and conquers all of that was the old hallelujah and he begins to form a new covenant And here's Mary and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and Mary Mag and, the, and the other Mary, and they go to this tomb and they're crying because they have just lost the person they love the most. They lost the person, a friend of them, a friend that loved them, a friend that was with them. Have you ever been there? Have you ever lost somebody so close, somebody so near and dear to you? that it hurts inside just to think about that person maybe you can relate to the disciples who felt that everything that they believed in was gone you got to understand it from their perspective everything that they knew the, the walking messiah that they followed without even question they followed him they went with him and they and they were looking forward to seeing him continue on and then one day he's crucified and they feel sad and they feel all discouraged because the part of life that was the life in them has gone. Maybe you're like the disciples 
that remembered the words of Jesus that one time somebody spoke to you and said you're going to be a great person in the will of God you're going to do great things in the will of God oh Jesus that you're going to be somebody important that I have already seen the prophecy upon your life maybe you're those disciples maybe you're that believer that knew that that somebody once said I got great things that God is going to do that I can see in you and then one day it dies one day you're before a tomb that inside the tomb holds your life it holds your dreams your memories what you knew to be of God and it's all buried in a tomb we can be like the disciples at times there's some of us that if we would have been there we would have been just like the disciples because some of you have been waiting and praying to God for something and it, not, it hasn't happened yet so you begin to doubt you begin to doubt on what the Lord has told you you begin to doubt what God can do in your life you doubt his hand you doubt that he was ever with you in the first place because your dreams are buried in a tomb because the life that you once knew is buried in a tomb while Jesus was with us, we're 100% faithful. When God is on your side and he's doing miracles and he's doing great things in your life, you give the hallelujah to the highest praise and you say, oh man, God is good. I, I, I know he's working and I feel so good. But then comes the moment of the tomb. Then comes the moment when Jesus dies, when your dreams maybe have died for a while and your spirit begins to cry out to God. And your spirit begins to reach and say, God, I need you more than ever, God. I feel this way, Lord. I feel that way, Lord. My life's a mess, God. You said you would be there for me, but I've seen nothing but trials. I've seen nothing but criticism. I've seen nothing but despair. I've seen nothing but loneliness, God. Where are you, you ask God? Where are you in the tomb, Lord? But I want you to pay attention because in the tomb was the linen that they wrapped Jesus in. And when Jesus is no longer in the tomb, they leave it all nice and folded, hallelujah, because they wanted to make it very clear that Jesus, his tomb was not robbed. It wasn't stolen. They didn't go in there and raiders, tomb raiders, mess with it. He was very detailed in what he left. He left it a certain way to know that he was not there anymore, that the, this stone that had been rolled away that took many and many of men to get it rolled in there was opened and the tomb was empty. Hallelujah. Jesus had foretold that on the third day he would be raised. He kept telling his disciples and his, the apostles, he kept telling them that he would rise on the third day, that the son had come to be betrayed, but not to, but they told him not to fear, but not to be discouraged that on the third day that God would, that he would rise If I had told you that I would leave out of town, but that I would come back, 
would you believe that I would return? You would, right? Because it's, it's common knowledge. Yeah, I, I take your word for it. What happened if I told you a specific time of two weeks to return? And after a week and a half and after two weeks passed by, I haven't returned yet at the exact time. Would you still think that I'd be returning? No. You would be worried that I have not returned. And you would move on thinking that I wasn't going to return. But the Lord is not like us. Hallelujah. The Lord says on the third day, I will rise and I will be resurrected. And this is the part that I want you to grab. Hallelujah. That through this death of the tomb, whatever was buried in that tomb, when it died that day on the cross and it was buried in the tomb, there was three days later. And on the third day, God says, I got to give you victory. Hallelujah. I've got to give the conquering of the power that comes in the name of Jesus. That when Pastor Jonathan begins to proclaim the name of Jesus, when he begins to say, I believe in the name of Jesus, when we begin to pray in the name of Jesus when we begin to lay hands in the name of Jesus there was power I said there was power in that name because on the third day he resurrected he broke open the tomb and he came out and he is now a living hallelujah he said he would rise and he rose he said he would conquer death, and he conquered death. The, you know, oh man. God, the famous words of the angels said that Jesus, he said, is not here. He is risen. And because he lives, because he is alive, because he is on his throne in the heavenly realm, we can stand here today and say, our God is still alive. Hallelujah. That when I begin to declare through this media broadcast that God is in your life, you begin to feel the Holy Spirit. That you begin to know that God is with you. That you begin to feel the chills of the Holy Spirit. That you begin to uplift your voice right now. You begin to feel your heart burn inside and God begins to squeeze it just a bit and you know that God is in control hallelujah he is risen how can you be so convinced pastor because I know my God's not dead People have to believe. You have to believe by faith. I've preached about this numerous times. You have to believe that what you cannot see just like the wind. You know it blows, but you cannot see it. That is the way the Spirit of God works in you. You have to believe with all your heart that God has risen, is now with us in spirits. But one day he will come to row away tombs. I said one day he'll come to pick up a church that belongs to him. That pick up, that will come to pick up our believers in Jesus Christ that says God I've been waiting for you to come back and I want you to I can't wait to get with you God to sit wherever you place me in your kingdom hallelujah because I feel him when I'm talking I feel him when I'm walking I feel him in my heart hallelujah and every tear that I shed when I pray to God I feel him in every moment I feel him in my spirit I feel him when I'm lonely hallelujah I feel him when I've been criticized I feel him when I've been judged God I feel him when I fell I feel him when I keep falling I feel him all over me at all times 
because he has risen he resurrected he resurrected today uh, what we celebrate as his resurrection on the third day from his death that gives you the power over the devil gives you the power over the enemy over who is the enemy and all his other little demons and minions and it gives you the power over sickness gives you the power over disease the power that comes in the name of Jesus was because when he resurrected he said I'm going to prepare a place so that this place you would come to when I come back for the people that love that he loves the songs that we sang that he loves us He's coming back. You know, I think the devil is so dumb. I'll say it like that. I think the devil was so dumb. I think he's such a good liar that he lied to himself, that he even deceived himself. How did he do it? Because when, when he crucified, when Jesus is crucified, I believe that him and his demons, they throw the biggest party that hell can find. I mean, they throw a big old party, the party of all parties. And, and, and even in his own mind, the devil thinks that he's won. Even though he knows scripture, even though he knows what's going to happen, I believe he literally thinks I've won. And he's celebrating in hell with all his little minions. He's probably saying his great victory speech. He's probably saying that he's won in their lives and, and, he's, and he's conquered Jesus and, and all that. But then suddenly the crown begins to shake on earth. Hallelujah. Suddenly a, a lightning rumbling begins to happen. And suddenly before you know it, the keys of death have been taken. And then before you know it, Satan has nothing to do but look up and see that the Jesus Christ, whom he tried to crucify, is now resurrecting. Hallelujah. And he says, no, why? And I can imagine our Jesus looking down at him and saying, you fool. How dare you think you could be greater than the great I am? How dare you think that you could be greater than the creator of the universe? How dare you think that you could conquer me in any form, fashion, shape? You have no authority over me. I believe he looks at the devil and says, what you got now? You've lost once again. I am on my way to rise. And my people that follow me, the ones I've died for, will rise over you as well in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Receive that in your spirit right now. Grab that in your spirit that you don't serve a dead God buried in a tomb. You can go find the other self-proclaimed gods and find their bones still in their graves. But you won't find our Jesus in that grave. No sir, no ma'am. You won't find him because you'll find him when you begin to uplift his name. When he comes back in spirit and you see him amongst the clouds and while the world is looking around worried we're going to say Jesus I've waited for this moment I've waited for this moment I've waited for you God I've waited for you Jesus I've waited I've waited so long he is coming in the clouds when God says something in your life, it is final. 
It is written. It's already declared. You may not be where you want to be. None of us really are sometimes. I'll be honest with you. You may not be where you want to be right now in this moment. But I, I, I'm asking you right now in the name of Jesus that you let God into your life. And just be who you are right now in this moment. He paid a price for you on a cross. I think we take it for granted because we don't get to see how he was bruised, how he was punished, how he was made fun of, how he was mocked. He, was, he, he endured a suffering that no man should ever have to endure. But he did it for you and me. Can I tell you that the tomb should not hold you back? Your failures, where you feel that you have failed God, where you feel that you have failed yourself, maybe you're ashamed of what you've had to go through. You're not happy with the mistakes that you've made in your life. And you're not, you, you feel, look at yourself, and people might look at you and say, You're one of those people. You know what? Just give them to Jesus. Let them go to Jesus and talk to them because He is your defender in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The angels told Mary, Why are you crying? He is not here. He has risen. Why do you weep? They have to mean something to you. These words, he has risen, it has to mean something to you. You have to believe it. You have to know what that means. He says in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verses 16 through 18, he says, this, this is what the Lord says. This is the covenant I will make with them after that time, after the time that God has left, after the time that he has already resurrected. He says, this is the covenant that I would make with them after that time, says the Lord. He says, I will put my laws in their hearts. I will put the word of God, he says, in their hearts that it would grow and it would flourish and that when they would feel discouraged, they would know that there is a God that loves them that says, I will never leave you nor forsake you he says I will put their laws in my heart put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds then he adds their sins and lawless acts I will remember no more and when these have been forgiven sacrifice for sin is no longer necessary Jesus Christ and friend and family and whoever's out there paid the ultimate price for you he died for you so that your sins would be forgiven the God you serve is alive he's not dead and because he's not dead you can face tomorrow knowing that God has you in his hands but you got to surrender to God you got to stop running from God you who are running from God you cannot run any longer because God will catch you 
You've ran from him. You've tried to fill your mind with things that are not of him. And you continue to run. But God says, no longer shall you run. I will find you, the Lord says. And I will show you the great and marvelous things that you have yet to see, says the Lord. You run because you're scared. Don't be afraid of Jesus. He's not coming to you in that way at this moment. You fear his reverence, yes. But God loves you that if you begin to ask God to forgive, if you begin to ask God to look past what you have been and what you have done, God says, I am faithful to forgive. He is quick to anger, but he is slow to anger, but quick to forget. Quick to forgive, God says. Hallelujah. I don't know what you're going through. I don't even know who or you are watching. But I want to tell you something. Some of you have been playing a little bit too long. You've been wondering a little too long. Some of you have felt a little destroyed. You feel that the church people have hurt you the most. You feel that the people that you love have hurt you the most. But God has come to restore. God has come to open the tomb. To resurrect something in your life. To resurrect an anointing. A ministry that he has given you. God has come to resurrect the part that Satan had already planned to be dead but oh let me tell you that in your life right now there is an earthquake in the spiritual realm and it is moving in your life right now that God's name will be proclaimed that God's name will still be magnified in your life that your ladder would be greater hallelujah 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 those of you who have been watching it's no coincidence that you're listening to this. There is no such thing as a coincidence with Jesus. It's not a coincidence you're listening to this. God has a timing and a plan. And right now he's planting a seed in you. And this seed is going to grow. But you have to water it with his word. Put this word, put this law in your heart. Put it, write it on your minds. And let this word begin to flourish in your life in the name of Jesus. I don't claim to be anybody important. I'm not here to please the people. I'm not here to please the world. I'm not here for the amount of likes I'll get. I'm not here for the amount of comments I'll get. I'm here because I'm here to give you a spoken word. As the man of God that has been placed in this place right now in the name of Jesus, I believe you need to grab this word, take it and run with it, and go and declare to the enemy and the giants in your life saying, My God has risen. He is risen. And because he has risen, I have the power in his name to overcome you. Hallelujah. And without great controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. That God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen among angels, preached among the Gentiles, believed on in the world, and received up into glory. I'm speaking to you, hallelujah. I'm speaking to you, single mother, single father. I'm speaking to you. Believer of Jesus Christ that feels your life has gone nowhere anymore. You found yourself in a desert. God says, drink from the well that runs forth with living water. 
Hallelujah. Right there where you're at, begin to uplift the name of Jesus. Come on, those of you who are in here, begin to help me intercede. We're going to intercede for you right now in the name of Jesus. Intercede means we're going to help you pray through. Right now, if there is something that you need in your life, you're going to be able to pray through right now. And we're believing in the name of Jesus. We come in agreement with the power of two or three gathered in his name that he would be there. And I declare in the name of Jesus that what you are asking for, that what you are crying out to God for, that he begin to do it in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, begin to work in the name of Jesus. Begin to work the power that comes, God, from the resurrection. I pray, God, that they may feel the Holy Spirit right now. That I don't care where they're at, God. I don't care if they're in a big old place that has plenty of people. That they would feel the Spirit of God and that he would begin to touch their hearts, God. That he would begin to manifest in, in tears, God. That they would know that you are talking, talking and speaking to them. That you are speaking to them, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God, I pray, Lord, for those people that have been wandering from God. I pray for the person that has lost somebody that's worried about someone they don't want to lose. I pray in the name of Jesus. I'm praying for healing in the name of Jesus. I'm praying that God shows you that the healing it comes from him and that the sins will be forgiven in the name of Jesus. If you have somebody sick, I want you to say with me, Jesus, I believe that in the name of Jesus, because of your resurrection on the cross, because of the way you came and you conquered, you conquered death. I believe that you are more than able to. Let my faith be with works at this moment, God. Let my words declare the works that need to be done in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, I'm praying right now, precious God, that you begin to uplift the name of Jesus. I'm praying that you uplift the name of Jesus. God, we honor you, Lord. We pray right now, God. I'm not held back by any communication, God. I am your messenger in this moment, God. I'm not here to bring glory to myself, but I am here to bring glory unto you, God, that you would be magnified, that your name would be uplifted high upon all the names God hallelujah you have a choice you have a choice to serve a loving God to accept a loving God to accept him or you can run from him and keep running from something that you know to be true embrace the legacy God has given you embrace the calling God has given you we need you in this body we need you in the body of Christ we need your help hallelujah hallelujah Jesus the Lord says this is a covenant that he would make with us that he would put laws in our hearts and write them on our minds that their sinless and lawless acts he would remember no more hallelujah Jesus I'm praying for you right now 
Hallelujah. That your life would come to know the Lord Jesus Christ. The only way you get to see him in the clouds. The only way you get to be in heaven with the God that has risen. Is when you begin to accept him into your life. When you begin to say God I accept you in my life. God I am sorry God. Forgive my sins God. Forgive my ways God. Maybe I have backslidden a little bit God. Forgive me God. Maybe I live in sin right now. Where I know that I'm sinning every single moment intentionally God forgive me God and come back into my life we need to return to the love of Jesus we need to return back to God and let his spirit be the guiding light in our lives it only works when you accept him when you say God I'm sorry Lord forgive me God forgive me of my sins God forgive my defaults God the times I failed you God I accept you. I want to be with you, God. I want you to be in my life as the Savior that you are. Hallelujah. I pray that this word has blessed you. Don't hold on to this word. Don't just hold on to it. Share it with somebody. Somebody needs to know that there's a God that loves them. And that's going to change their lives. Change. Change their lives. Hallelujah. I pray that you have received this word, the spoken word, to know that he has risen. Wherever you may be, wherever you're at, we're praying for you in the name of Jesus. We would love for you to visit us. When we get through with this whole corona, all this craziness, we would love for you to visit us. Come by. We need your help. This body of Christ needs your help. I believe that we have spoken word today. I know and I trust God to know that he spoke to you. I believe by faith. And I'm praying for you here at Church of Jubilee. We're praying for you. Hallelujah. And I pray that your day is blessed and I'm praying for your family. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel. Facebook, Facebook, CO Jubilee. Just find us on Facebook. You're here already. Let the Spirit of God move. We thank you for tuning in today. I want you to know that we love you with the love of Jesus. And may the Lord bless you today and forevermore in the precious name of Jesus. God bless you.